It's now time for the Ned and Josh podcast. Look, this is not my idea of a good time. All right, strap in. Here we go. How was everyone's weekend? I mean, this is a podcast you can't reply to us. You could also be listening at any time. Mm-hmm. I'm really not getting how this works, but yeah. welcome in to the Ned and Josh podcast. This is a Monday morning edition. Once again, as always, we say you could be listening anytime. Yeah, what you said that literally 30 seconds ago. Mm-hmm. So why have you then immediately done it again and been like, hey, happy this day? Literally Monday. Monday. I feel like a lot of people, based on what we're hearing on the socials, though, are doing this. They're listening yeah. every day, and that means the world to us. And we, we, we're recording it to be intended to listen that way. Exactly right. But do you understand growing your audience? Yeah, the, no, like, I get it. <laughs> the audience we have right now isn't the only audience we hopefully I will have. I understand the okay, problems yes. of the approach that I'm taking. Okay, good. I'm hoping that no matter what day, time of day, month, year, whatever you're having, it's good. I hope it's fantastic. Covered all of our bases. This technically got uploaded at 1.45am. So if you're listening yeah. to this right now at that time... Go to bed. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) Yeah, or hopefully you're not waking up right now because what are you doing? The money can't be that good. It must be, though. Um, Ned, look, we've got, speaking speaking of money, our own money issues at the moment, uh, not gainfully employed at the moment, but um, we've obviously started this podcast and some businesses have reached out to us and there's some things in the works. I hate to be that guy on the internet that's like, watch this space, but we're very excited. Um, We have missed a major opportunity, though, uh, that... A Cam Baron has actually put forward in front of all of us to see, and it was there right in front of us mm. the whole damn time. Mm-hmm. Or should I say right sort of in the middle of us the whole damn time in the waste. Nick Kyrgios is doing OnlyFans, everybody. He has. He's yep. launched his OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I feel like us saying he launched his OnlyFans doesn't really give you an idea of how he has started his OnlyFans. So instead of us talking about it, why don't we just play the way he intended to launch his OnlyFans because it's either he's launching an OnlyFans or it's the final trailer to the final Fast and Furious yeah. movie that's ever going to be released. Kyrgios is either launching an OnlyFans or running for president. You <laughs> yeah. make up your choice based on this trailer. I sit here now in quarterfinals Wimbledon again and I just know there's so many people that are so upset. I need, I need a glass of wine for sure tonight. <laughs> I don't want to talk to you. Listen to me. The audacity to try this. But there are rules specifically against that. I do what I want. There he is. And what he wants is an OnlyFans account. It's an OnlyFans account for King Kyrgios. Now, a lot of people asked me, actually, before we launched the podcast, like, obviously OnlyFans right now. And I'm like, <laughs> well, Maybe. I don't think it was out of like it was not anyone wanting. It was just the obvious now, move for una- me. If you're unaware of what OnlyFans is, and you're listening to this podcast, welcome into the concept of a pay social network, sort of like a paid Twitter, where you can put up anything you want. So let your I'll mind you, let your mind run as to what people are using that for. I'll tell you how Spotify launched. It was a way for artists to draw things and to create things and to film things that they could put up onto this website where it was maybe a little bit more special than the things they put on their YouTube or their Instagram or whatever and you could pay a little bit. Of, it was a lot like Patreon. Mm-hmm. It lasted less than a day before people were like, I could just probably put porn on this yeah, and people 100%. would pay for it and that's pretty much all it is now. By the way, just for anyone listening, please don't email in. I know Ned said, let me tell you how Spotify started. Sorry. I think you meant OnlyFans. I did mean OnlyFans. Because I don't think Spotify has porn anywhere on it. Well, you're not looking hard enough. Okay, then, right then. <laughs> but no, Nick Kyrgios has launched his OnlyFans. Um, the obvious question is, 
what is it? What yeah. are you doing? So Nick's cleared that up. He sort of said that it's going to be uh, just a behind-the-scenes look at his life. This bit- is his quote. Yeah, okay, um, go for they're it. They're revolutionising social media, and I wanted to be a part of that. Athletes can no longer just sharp on the court or field. They have to sharp online too, which honestly is kind of true. Yeah, he's not wrong. I want to create, produce, direct, and own content. That's the future. I've been speaking to my fans directly for years, and I know what they want to see. Jeez, Nick's Nick's sounding a tad like you and I right now. He this is. is absolutely fantastic. Taking control of his own his future. own media, his, his own future. Um, I just think the question, the difference is, we've said we're doing a podcast. Nick Curios has said he's doing an OnlyFans. There's one major question that everyone's going to have when you ask uh, Nick mm. what his plans are. What's going to be on it? Are we seeing his racket? I think that's. <laughs> he said, "Of course, there'll be tennis balls involved." <laughs> That's brave. Did he actually say that? This is I'm quoting <laughs> the curious. Of course, involved. tennis, but there will be tennis balls involved. Involved. It's a brave man. Now, this um, is this sorry. Is... Oh, sorry. Hang on. I cut off the midway through the quote. Tips, tricks, and behind the scenes. But also, they get to see a different side of me. I think this is the new page <laughs> turn from OnlyFans, where they're going to also be just having a bit of a social network attempt. I think they're trying to curate it to that as well. But unfortunately, the current branding. It just makes me think Nick Kyrgios is taking a very hardcore turn mm. in his career. I don't understand. He said, gaming, tattoos, my intimate side. It's all on the table. Your, his I, intimate side? What does that mean? <laughs> what? Don't be vague, Nicholas. Do not be vague. Tell us what you mean what by I that. What I absolutely love about the fact Nick Kyrgios lives in Canberra and so do we is if we see him out at assembly one of these nights, we can be like, and how much money is yeah. involved? Tell me how many uh, Grand Slams have you won, boys. <laughs> Good point. It makes the world a difference. <laughs> <laughs> So we went to Sydney over the weekend to see the Foo Fighters, and it was absolutely incredible. Um, the Foo Fighters? The Foo Fighters. If uh, you're Christopher Walken. Yeah, no, which I'm not, and I don't know why I said it like that, but that's fine. <laughs> Moving on. No, um, that's how he said it. Could I just say quickly, uh, one of the nicest gestures that's been done for us in recent times was done by producer Michael, well, non-producer Michael. Uh, he was up in Wollongong over the weekend, and he agreed to piggyback his Wollongong trip to pick us up from Sydney and bring us back to Canberra. We were going to bus it down, or yep. um, bus? We're going to get our friend Murray to take us. We we decided that uh, producer Michael and the ability to stop for food and all that sort of stuff was a more attractive option. So Just like fall asleep, have Michael Mm -hmm. drive us. Like sometimes, and it's not the bus's fault, but sometimes they take a bit longer because there's more people on board. And we were like, let's let's get a direct route home. We did. um, And when we got home, I just... Those who have listened to the radio show previously will know that I've spoken about Michael being potentially the worst driver in the history of humanity. Human- yeah, humanity. He's, um, um, he's All the things that you could be bad at with driving, he's bad at. He's, he's, he's all of them. Speed, um, confidence. And I found out... But sorry, I will clarify this because I'm with Michael. Have we said thank you to him? We did, didn't we? We said we were very grateful. Let's just say it again. Yeah, thank, thank you, Thank Michael. you, Michael. And I would like he's to just... He's a terrible driver. I'd like and to clarify this. Oh, sorry. With the speed, yep. mm-hmm. that's, that's under the limit. Not, oh, he's no. not bad at speeding in that he goes over. He's bad that he does 20 under yep. every speed limit mm-hmm. I've ever seen. Yep. It's um, it's a strange set of driving skills. Yeah. Um, he's the Liam Neeson of bad driving. Yep. He's got a very particular <laughs> set of skills acquired over a very <laughs> too long of a career of driving. <laughs> um, so... Really, Poor Michael's the point hearing this for the first time as well. I think I've worked out why though, because we came back to Gungarlan oh, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is why he's bad at driving." You have you figured his origin story? I figured it out. Now Friday night here in Gungarlan hmm. was fight night for the weather. 
it oh my God. tore through Gungan. There's trees down. There was a tree in the back of a car that I saw yep. um, on Saturday morning. Like it did a number through mm-hmm. Gungan. The storm that we got here in Canberra was hectic, but no, I don't know if it was hectic anywhere more than Gungan. It didn't seem like it hit as hard everywhere else. Yep. But yeah, it, I was south side when it happened, and it didn't. It didn't hit as bad down there. Two trees out the front of my house fell over in yep. front of me. I was there like, is Whoa. A gu- there's a gum tree on the way back from your house, which is the route that we took, Michael yeah. and I, that is split in half. Like, yeah. it's actually just split in half. Like yeah. a... Like your string cheese. I saw someone do the exact same thing. Uh, someone posted on Instagram where they're like, I used to have a nice backyard, and it was like a huge yep. tree split down the middle. Gung Island's like that as a suburb at the moment. There's <laughs> yeah, trees, yeah, yeah. the SES have obviously been working flat out to do a lot of clearing. But how does Michael's driving come yeah. into this? Old mate did not notice a thing. Bolly was driving through Gungarland. Like the sticks and stuff. Did not go, holy crap, look at that tree. Did not go, oh my God, look at that. that yeah. Wow, that's all fallen all over the park over there. That's like, he didn't notice a single thing askew mm. in a suburb that can only be described as, it looks like a mini tornado has ripped through Gungarland. It looks like the apocalypse a little. Well, he didn't notice it. Mm. And so I trace <laughs> yeah. every bad driving problem Michael has. To lack of attention. Yeah. Okay. All right. I think he doesn't pay enough attention because if you had driven through Gungarland, because he wasn't here on Friday night, he didn't see it. That's the important part of that story I left out. He was in Wollongong. He was gone. He wasn't here. Did not see a thing about the storm. And when we drove through, did not make one comment about the trees. Yeah, okay. This makes a lot of sense because yep. he's always, he, he looks like he's always so on edge when he's driving. Yep. So it's always like, wh- why are you so tense? If he's like concentrating solely on like the, the street in front of him and nothing yep. around mm-hmm. him, that would make so much sense. Yep. Um, Except that makes him like a cyborg. Yeah. Or like a Tesla auto drive thing. Like we need him to be watching the whole periphery. I need him to see everything going on. Yeah, it's not like a, a, you get the choice. It's either the road or every, it should be both. It's all of it. It's not it's multiple all of choice. It, Michael. <laughs> Josh, I feel like marketing in movies is everything now. Super like, important. It's how you obviously get people to go and see your movies. But yep. like uh, Barbenheimer was huge. Billion dollars for both just because it became a meme, I think. Because they were both on the I same mean, day. That didn't hurt that they were both fantastic films. But yeah. Yeah, it was a meme and it really reaped the results. It hel- This is so funny. It, it, it helps your movie if it's good. If it's marketed well, that's all that matters. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, Black Adam to me and I... I feel like I've been measured in my responses to you when you've said this. Black Adam was the worst movie I saw last year, hands down. In, no, I enjoyed in, it. In every regard. I enjoyed it. Everyone's different. I, I enjoyed hated it. every I enjoyed second it. of it. Pierce Brosnan was great. The marketing was great. That's why I went to see it. Yeah, I, see, I the marketing was terrible. See, yeah, I was like, this go. mate doesn't make me want to go watch it at all. But that's always it. It's like, mm. is this marketing going to work for this person? Is it not going to work for that person? So subjective. Towing the line's hard. The new movie Wonka. I have is, no interest in seeing it whatsoever. Me neither. <laughs> I have not. <laughs> I also like Timothy Chalamet. No, I, like I think he's a really Grant. good actor. I think he's a really good actor. This I just have no interest in seeing this movie whatsoever. I saw it the first time and I loved it. Mm-hmm. Then I saw it again and I was like, "What? Uh, what but, did Johnny Depp do? Huh? Why? Why did we make these creative choices? Who? Willy Wonka seems like a serial killer. Why? Which you this? think about it, he is. He is. So it makes sense. The third time, it's like. F- Great, you got me. Second time, you scared me so much that I don't want to go back for a third time. Mm-hmm. I'm good, I'm good. I have heard reviews saying it's amazing. No way. Yep. Apparently, it's incredible. No way. Like, like uh, brilliant fun, <laughs> really funny, really light. It's like a really good family movie. We were offering movie. sports bet odds. I would, not have, I would not have expected it's a good movie to pay out at all. Seems like the most unnecessary movie of wow. all time. And they just were like, well, oh, well, good on everyone involved if it's a good movie. 
that brings me to the marketing of this movie because this is also not intended marketing. It's mm. just someone has been talking about the movie afterwards because obviously they're in it and they need to be interviewed. Hugh Grant plays an, the Oompa Loompas in Willy Wonka. Are they doing the same thing they did um, for the Tim Burton one where one guy's yes. all of the Oompa Loompas? Yeah, so, he's, so. so Hugh Grant's all the Oompa Loompas. I also actually think there's just one Oompa Loompa as well. I think it's just him. I've not seen a bunch of them, yeah. but I think it's just him. He has come out and said that he hated, hated being an Oompa Loompa and being in the movie. That's not often you'll hear an actor say they hated the movie as they're promoting the movie. It was like a crown of thorns, very uncomfortable because they were filming his face and like yeah. it was all close. So he goes, I, I made a very big fuss about it. And this is a direct quote. I couldn't have hated the whole thing more. <laughs> Now I want to see the movie. Oh, I badly want to see it now. How good of an actor is Hugh Grant? Because if he's saying in real life, I hated every second of that. Seems delighted at any point. You know that it's acting. People are saying it's a great movie. Uh, I want to see how good of an actor he is. I know he hated doing it. I want to see how joyful he looks. Oh, my God. (laughs) Are you allowed? Is that like, you know how all sorts of things happen where you get like defamation or whatever. Is he allowed to say that he hated the movie as he's promoting the movie? He said, look, I've got lots of children and I need money. That's why I did it. (laughs) He's like, I even came into it with the wrong reasons. I didn't even want to do it. I just need money. And then I hated it. Great. I love the fact that someone can be that honest and people still keep giving him jobs. Of course. <laughs> That's it. I think you have to be Hugh Grant, though. It doesn't work if you're just Joe whatever. You have the accent. Yeah. I, think, I think British people can kind of be a bit charming their way out of stuff like that. You when know? he says he hates the experience, it's sort of endearing. I've got to tell you, I hate your face, but uh, you as a person, I quite enjoy your company. Oh, thank you. That's lovely. Yeah, see, that's what I mean. It works. <laughs> So I always like to bring things to the table when I think I've learned a lesson that could help other people. Um, right. I think it's a good good way to try and help out with this podcast. And the lesson I learned has been an expensive one, quite frankly. And I think this is the kind of lesson you really would want to hear. Mm. Um, so getting a lesson learning mind frame. You'd be such a bad teacher. <laughs> it's like, that's what we're here for. Yes, we get it. Why are you leading into every lesson? <laughs> We don't need a hype up. It's We're just all a preamble. Yeah. Are you who is ready to learn? It's time to yeah. learn. Yeah, um, that's why I came here today. <laughs> okay, so I was in the city the other day um, and I quickly had to run in and get a form from somewhere and I thought to myself, I cannot be bothered being late to this by looking for a parking spot when I know that behind this building here is a little alleyway that you can just park in for five minutes and go. Mm-hmm. I, I know exactly what you're talking yep, about as yep, well. Exactly. So I <laughs> ran into the alleyway with the like and just basically ran out of the car, parked it, and got my stuff. As I was returning, I noticed one of Canberra's friendly parking inspectors was at the back of my car, little little iPad of pain out, mm. doing the little nothing was on my windshield yet. So I was like, okay, cool. Um, I made eye contact with this parking inspector. He made eye contact with me. I was actually on the phone at the time and I was having like mid phone call and I was like, ah, it sucks. As I made eye contact with the parking inspector, he smirked. Hmm. He smirked. As I said, ah, that sucks. He smirked. Like, yeah, it does, doesn't it? And that's why you should park here. How Hmm. dare you leave your car in this wide open space that's not in anyone's way and not in the front of any doors or any bins or any problems. (laughs) That's what he looked at me like. And I was like... To communicate through a smirk. And maybe I'm putting something on that. But uh, I feel like that's what he was trying to say to me. Uh, So I went, that sucks. Got in my car, drove off. What, he didn't even put the ticket on your window? Hadn't put the ticket on the car. 
got in my car. He immediately started walking around to the driver's side and I drove off. Is that legal? Well, I mean, I guess. I don't know if it's legal. <laughs> I actually don't know. I don't know if That's it's legal. That's not the lesson I'm here to teach you today. I don't know if it's legal. I don't know if it's legal. It's certainly not illegal. Who cares? I drove off. The guy was... The, the thing that I enjoyed was in that moment, the smirk of, yeah, of course you. Yeah. yeah. I immediately took the power back by driving off. Mm. Like, I immediately went to him, you have no... I don't care. You have I'm no going, authority. You have no yeah. authority over me. I'm driving off. Mm-hmm. And that was evident by the little mini jog he did to try and get around to, to sort of say, hell no, I need to speak to you. Yeah. I just drove off. F- power balance reset in my brain felt good. That is good. Here is the lesson. Okay, good. I forgot that there was a lesson. You still get the fine. (laughs) (laughs) It came yesterday and it's like 380 bucks because it wasn't just parking. It was parking in a specifically no stopping area. Yeah, I've got the ticket the exact same place. It was hugely expensive (laughs) and it still comes even if you drive off while the guy's giving you the ticket. I like showing. I did drive off and think to myself, there's no way I get out of this. No, of course not. But I have restored the, the balance in my mind, so that's fine. I like sometimes showing people who, like this guy smirking, I like showing sometimes people who are so confident in the way the world works that there are no rules. <laughs> We're all just chimpanzees getting around in suits and dresses and T-shirts and jeans. There are no rules. Like when someone goes, oh, you want tomato sauce? <laughs> That'll be 50 cents. I want to get it and squirt it into my <laughs> mouth and go, I'll have another. See, but that rule shoplifting. So there actually is a rule no, no, for no. that one. I still want to pay for it. I still pay for it, but just squirt it into my mouth while I maintain eye contact with him and go, I'll have another, thanks. Another, sir. <laughs> just go, I don't want to. Get out of here. What are you? Who are you? <laughs> uh, I could do without losing the 380 yeah. bucks, so I must admit. <laughs> now, my parents have come to visit in Canberra, um, well, technically on Friday night only, and we went to Sydney over the weekend and they're still in Sydney now. But the point I'm making is they did seek accommodation at my house for Mm. the night of Friday. Uh, Complaints were made as to how messy it is, the fact that there's a radio studio in the middle of the lounge room. Um, A lot of different things were being said about my apartment. The lack of gratitude was on display in a way that frustrated me, but didn't surprise me. It was only for a night as well. So, I mean... Surely you just grit your teeth a little bit. Yeah, you just put up with it. And especially considering this is free free accommodation. That's the most important part. Your parents have come to visit Canberra a couple of times and have paid to stay in hotels when they've been here. My parents would What do you think that says about... What do you think about that says about them, though? Yeah, I think it says they've got more money than my parents, but... Oh, uh, I thought you... They have so much less time for my bullshit. It's just like... (laughs) Can we please stay somewhere else? Would you be offended if we don't want to stay with you? I don't want to be near you. And I'm like, uh, okay, great. At all times. No, (laughs) I just... I'm a bit over it. I'm a bit over the judgment when they come to stay. Mm. Um, now, I'm 32 years of age. Uh, look, the apartment's fine. It is currently also pseudo an office, so that's a bit of the problem. And yeah. they just they got a free bed with no problems, clean sheets, clean towels, clean bathroom. Uh, Where's the issue? Where's the issue? And this is my question to you now, Ned, mm. and it's a ge- genuine, earnest question. At what point have I paid my parents back enough with free accommodation that I reach an age where they probably have to chuck me 50 for petrol if they want to stay in my house. Because <laughs> I'm 32 now. I'm into the third decade yeah, of life. Yeah. They spent the whole 20s crashing with me whenever they wanted to, bitching about how dirty the house was, making yeah. fun of me. That's fine. 
because obviously I spent the first 20 years of my life doing nothing and living off them yeah. as Wait, a child. But you moved out when you were like 16, didn't I you? I moved out when I was 17 years of 17. age. 17. So that so, puts you... You're in the threshold currently right now. You're I about think, to swap over to, I've lived out of home as long as I've lived inside a home. So... You either shut up and be grateful when you come here and visit me, yeah. or you throw me 50 bucks. You pay board. <laughs> Why have you gotten to $50? Is that just, just because the going it's rate to- for board? It's tokenistic, because Each- I actually don't want money from my parents. I want a token of gratitude. Yeah. Okay. So the $50 for me is tokenistic. That's that's how I've reached the $50. But do you not also see the unfortunate situation you're putting yourself in where now they can make demands because they're paying for it. They're paying customers. They're, it's become oh, more of a transactional saying. operation. Well, no, that's, but yes, I do see what you're saying. They can I'm, make not trying to, I'm not trying to... I want to yes-and your little point yeah. here and keep going with this. <laughs> stream of consciousness. Sure. But let me be very clear. When I paid board at their house, it didn't entitle me to anything I didn't have before I was paying board. That's true. It they ju- just went, you're now old enough that yeah. you should be paying to live here. And I'm saying, I'm now old enough that I've paid you back for the time I wasn't paying you, and you should be appreciative when I let you stay in my house, parents. Over the course of the weekend, mm-hmm. who do you think more- bought more drinks? You or your father? Oh, that's an interesting point. You've you've just reached out there. Because I know who bought more drinks out of me and your father, and it was him. <laughs> so it would be strange if that offer didn't extend to you. You know what would be actually bad now? And I would say, I, I'm not going to lie on the podcast. But Please I'm, don't. But imagine if he was only buying you drinks. He <laughs> was making me go to the bar, yeah. but he, he was buying Ned drinks. And you say that would be shocking? Because <laughs> I would say that that would be... Par the, for the course. It's accurate yeah. and hurtful. Yeah. It's been happening for years, quite no, frankly. I don't believe you. <laughs> Ned, something we've got with the podcast is an absolute gift that we've never had before is unbelievable statistics about exactly how and where people are listening from. Yep, exactly right. Um, as much as it was interesting to see the people from like Red Hill and mm-hmm. Belcon And how much they loved the ABC, it's actually much more exciting to see real details. And we get it every day. Yep. Um, Hasn't been depressing yet. I think there might might be a day where we're like, oh, God. Yeah. But look, I'm not looking forward to that. No, no, we won't worry about that. I don't think that day's ever going to come. We're still excited about the fact that there's new and and very, very cool little features that we can know, including knowing where people are listening from now. Yes, this is, the I think, the most interesting info we've gotten. Uh, Mega listener Carly. Uh, she actually got onto Ned and Josh's pod pal. She is a pod pal. And she she just did off her own back like a where's everyone listening from? And yeah. it's really, really interesting. People from South Africa. That's right. People from Central, uh, Central West New South Wales. People from the Central Coast. So, I mean, all corners of the globe. South well, Africa and New South Wales. It's very exciting. I've had uh, New York City. Like no I, way. my friend who lives in New York, he said he's listening. I've got friends in California who also have listened. They're in San Francisco, so shout out to the San Fran listeners. If you guys are listening overseas to this right now, send us a picture of yourself somewhere identifiably overseas mm. uh, to email at nedandjosh.com. But we just sort of we looked into our own little stats that we've got here because Carly's thing sort of triggered us to be like, well, what what's what's everybody doing? What are we looking at? We're actually really excited by this because we've got the we've got the information. I can tell you exactly which countries on earth have listened to our show so far, and we can almost give them like a little bit of a shout out in a segment that I'm now calling Ned and Josh's Podnighted Nations. This is from Carmen San Diego when, oh. you, when you fly somewhere if you didn't 
if you didn't know that. I... From the 1996 yeah. CD-ROM version of Carmen Sandiego. Are we liking this as a theme song it, for it Pod goes, United Nations? It goes or? for a while. Oh, no, look, it wait, wraps up. There we go. That's not bad. And then the plane lands. We they can only do one sound effect at a time in oh. 1996 CD-ROM games. Yeah, look, I you couldn't crossfade. We don't need the plane at mm. the end because that just sounds like white noise. Yeah. Um, but... For now, I have no complaints. There's nothing better at the moment. You I, don't have a better option. So. I don't want to stand behind it. I'll just let the listeners yeah, of yeah, the pod tear you apart for it and give okay. us better suggestions. Uh, if you liked that intro, do let us know uh, on the social media. But, Ned, um, let's take a quick look. Let's take a quick overview right now of countries that have listened to the Ned and Josh podcast. Mm. 98% of listeners, Australian. Makes not, sense. not a huge surprise that the Australian listenership's quite high. Let me guess the second one, though. Do you want to have a guess at the second most popular country to listen to the Ned and Josh podcast? Podcast. What percent have we got? We've got four, we've got 0.47%. 0.47. I would imagine it's either the US or the UK. It is the US. Yes. It's the United States of America uh, with a lot of people in Virginia. Really? Is, uh, well, if you think about it, we've got a huge contingency of listeners here from the embassy. When they oh. move home for diplomatic jobs, they live around Washington, D.C. So, Virginia-style area. Yeah, yeah. nice, nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, the third country? The UK. We're taking a little trip down to the bottom of the globe to say hello to our friends oh, in South Africa. Yay! Yeah, my partner carries she's South African, so that's not a huge surprise either. Shout out to South Africa. The what? UK's next. So it goes Australia, US, South, South Africa, Af- United yeah. Kingdom. Then who? New Zealand, France, Iran, Sweden, Thailand, Austria, India, Indonesia, and Japan. One listen in Japan. The Austrian one. It makes it's no intriguing. sense. Make, it's intriguing. Like all There's the other, no doubt about it. All the other places we've been to. So I, don't I haven't know. been to Iran, but yeah. No, I also haven't been to Iran, but like Thailand, Japan, yep. like mm-hmm. we've been there. So maybe Have just. You've been stuff. to France? Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, I've never been there. You've uh, been to Sweden? I've been to... No, I haven't been to Sweden. No. Oh, no, I have been to Sweden. I was going to say, this is yeah. very arrogant for you to say all the other places we've been. I've no, listed no, no. a lot of countries just We did, yeah. And I have been to Sweden, which is very arrogant of oh, me. Wow. But, uh, no, um, yeah. So one. So there's one listener in Japan. This is incredible. And it is amazing, and it's a great start. And the great start is for what we're calling the Podnighted Nations. Now, if you would like to let us know where you're listening from right now, you can email at nedandjosh.com, send us through photos, whatever. But Ned... Mm. I think we need to get one of those little scratchy world maps. You know, oh, like you can get yeah. them from Officeworks. And yeah. we need to scratch off every time a new country listens. I looked up how many countries there are. Uh, there is 195 member states of the United Nations and two countries that are non-member adver- ad- observer states. Mm-hmm. Do you think we get to 195 or do you... So we actually replicate the United Nations with the Podnighted Nations? Exactly. Like yeah, we maybe. Get, we get a listener from every single nation of the United Nations. If you are going overseas for holidays, please download the <laughs> podcast while you are in another country because yes. that will immediately activate the little flag coming up on our stats yep. and I think that will be our little scratchy map that we will knock off. Do you have... What's what's your? I think it's important that we have a dream country. A dream country. What's yep. your dream country? Mm-hmm. I, I mine Spain. Yours is Spain. Once we get a listener from Spain, I'll be very. So very if you happy. know someone in Spain, hook hook us up with. Ironically, the, the I know people yep. in Spain, um, so <laughs> I'd say probably probably Iceland. Okay, I, I just love think that. it's just so remote and somewhere is, that I would never think is Reykjavik, Iceland, or Greenland. Yes, yeah, Reykjavik, Iceland. If we get a, a Reykjavikian listener, mm-hmm. which is not probably what they're called, um, we'll move to Reykjavik. That's not what I was going to nah, say. No, I didn't think so, but let's do it. That's <laughs> yeah, okay, I let's love Reykjavik. Lock it in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Josh, um, sometimes getting a news story out there is m- like more important. What do they say? Any publicity is good publicity. Yeah, I found that not to be the case. But no, yeah. me neither. Um, but when it's a business and mm-hmm. you're just like, like. Uh, uh, Adidas like firing off pretty inappropriate tweets from their Twitter whilst they were like sorry about that whoopsie daisies also a million extra people followed the Adidas account yeah. so it's like look you do stupid stuff and sometimes people that you are were rewarded. offended a lot of people found it funny yeah. and then Adidas got more attention yes this is um, going to be a huge news story but I just don't know whether it's worth it or not um, there is a department store in the US um, called Pyre Moss. Mm-hmm. I've not really heard of them. Like P-Y-E-R, Pyre Moss. They're celebrating their 10th anniversary. Happy birthday. They're doing a sales event, which will be called a loot out. Now, what they're going to do is the sale event will allow attendees to grab as many items that they can physically wear out of the store with a time limit of, time limit of either one or five minutes. Okay. One minute. The one minute experience will be $100. The five minute experience uh, will be $300. You're not allowed to take your you phones five, or anything. You get the five-minute experience, don't you? Seems like... Yeah, that's a no-brainer. You're, no, you're getting five times the amount of time mm-hmm. for three times the cost. You yeah. would go for that. No-brainer. If... I think this is a very bad idea, uh, and it also kind of encourages looting a little bit, mm. but if any store... What's the best value store, other than like the Apple store or whatever? Damn it. I know the answer yeah, is the yeah, Apple yeah. store, but other than the Apple store, what would you... What is the... If any store... Because I'm thinking JB Hi-Fi. You can grab so much stuff, but I'm also worried about the things that I can hold. I can't hold too many, too many knickknacks or anything. Sephora. Sephora, but... The I amount of stuff you could put in like a, like a jumper that you take off and use as like a rump sack yeah. or whatever they're called and then just fill it full of stuff. Like little creams that mm. are worth $80. Like that's... Yeah, absolutely. Sephora. I don't think that you would know what the expensive stuff in Sephora is, Well, the is, prices though. would still be there. Yeah. Or okay. do you reckon part of the no. loot the loot is they take it away so you don't know what's worth what? Oh, actually, I was going to say... You that's know what, fair I'm, for I'm the being store. Unfair. That's fair for the store that they would take the prices away. Exactly right. But yeah, I just don't... I wouldn't know either. I'd be like grabbing creams and then mm. I'm like, great, you made out with $30. And I'm like, damn it. Damn it. And they're like, that eyeliner, by the way, was $170. Yeah, and I'm like, we, we don't know. We just don't know. So I'm trying to think. I honestly, like Kmart would be pretty good, but Kmart also do fantastic deals. So like, yeah. there's no way I could carry three. Swarovski? Swarovski? Yeah, but how do you... I don't know how you say that. That's how expensive it is. Swarovski? The crystal store. Just go in there and just get a bunch of crystals. How are you carrying all the individual crystals out without them smashing? That's a good point. They'll bang against each other. Yeah, I actually didn't realize how hard this question was This is a great question. The answer is the Apple store. Of course We know that, but what is the other answer? In this economy... Woolies. Mm, yeah, probably, actually. Let's go get some groceries. <laughs> a bunch of mangoes. Yeah. All right, so we've mentioned it already once in the podcast. Uh, I went to Sydney with you, mm-hmm. uh, my friend Oscar, and my father. We all went to see the Foo Fighters at a core stadium on Saturday night. It was absolutely fantastic. Uh, the thing that happened before it was not, and that was what? We got your... well. I got your dad to essentially just tell us a story on the podcast, something from your childhood. If this podcast is nothing, it's revealing. Yeah, okay. It's yeah, yeah. People need to get to know us better. And I thought the best way to do that is to get your dad to tell the most embarrassing slash awful story about <laughs> So this you. is, let me be very clear, this is to amuse you <laughs> and yeah. to potentially give us a little bit of social media. Go have a listen to this podcast. You'll hear an embarrassing childhood tale about Josh. We are essentially starting up a currency on this podcast of... 
it's good for the pod. Yeah. Now, this is the first thing that's quote-unquote good for the pod. I'm Which, glad that you see it for what it is. It's I'm enjoying myself and hopefully people will listen to it. I get a token now, though, <laughs> yeah. for when it's my turn for you to do something that's quote-unquote good for the pod. I'm nervous, but... I already know what's ahead of us, so <laughs> let's, let's take it away let's to sit back and enjoy. last night in Sydney. <laughs> All right, here we are in Sydney with my father, Craig. Uh, hello, how are you? Yeah, not too bad, thanks. What are you upset about? <laughs> Lost so low you, energy. What, what are you upset about? Oh, what do you think, Josh? I don't know. I <laughs> wish I could tell you what you're upset about. Well, I'm obviously the star attraction of this thing, <laughs> and... I've got a Ned and Josh microphone. Yeah, the microphones do say Ned and Josh. What did you, you did, want? What did you want? Well, clearly it should be the old dad. He did request an old dad mic that's not been supplied. And I feel oh, like yeah. as the first in-person guest, we've made next to no effort for your father, which... Yeah. I mean, I would have made the effort for my father. <laughs> Hell, I would have made the effort for your father. Well, okay, yeah. and, and fair enough. And we're sitting in a motel room. Well, What's this what did you it's not much we can what did you expect? Yeah, I, I'm, you're losing well, there me should be this. some sort of fully on sound off sort of booth or something. Oh, they? okay, no. <laughs> well, we don't have the budget for that in any way, shape, or form. I was say, form. what part of doing this was free is in... <laughs> <laughs> Clarifies how free. little money we have. No, look, I, excuse me. You're especially doing this for free. I asked for this to be embarrassing based on the story Dad's going to tell, not based on the preamble. Yeah. So can we just can we maybe <laughs> yeah. maybe get to the story if that's all right? All right, uh, Craig. I feel like I'll try to interrupt as little as possible. So take it away. Well, Ned, the problem is it's a very rich vein that we mine, my friend. <laughs> And uh, I have no idea which one you wanted me to go f- with first. Why don't you give me like a five-second tasting platter of like four stories and I'll pick the one I want to hear. Okay. Like, well, maybe I'll, like a little one enough. sentence. Yeah, give thing. me like a summary of each story and I'll pick the one that I feel has the most gold in it. Okay. The first one? Yeah. Counterfeit money. Uh, okay. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The second one? Yeah. A three-year-old's response to his mother's haircut? <laughs> Okay, that's very good. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, third one goes to my cryptic uh, description of the other day, Ned. Barricades and brick walls. I've not been able to yeah, crack okay, this. No, so neither have I, and that's okay. what troubles me the most about that okay. one. Okay. Hmm. And is it of those three? Yeah, I think we go with those three. Well, just because we've led into it so much, and I actually do want an answer to it, let's go with... Uh, it was a barricades and brickades. I want to know barricades what this barricades and brick walls. Barricades and brick walls. Yeah, I'd I've like been to know. Literally what this is about. trying to work that out. Yeah. Well, I think in, in fairness too, given that I've listened to the pods so far, uh, I think we need to do a little bit on the haircut thing because he lent into yeah, that. You know with what? His, with Carrie's children, so I think we need to have a. Little Hang bit on, of wait. If so your point is Craig, to, this relates to what I said to the boys about any time you think Mum's had a haircut, just compliment her. It does totally. Oh, relates okay. To it. I'm right. saying I don't think we're giving Craig enough of a lead in, and I think he needs an entree story to get into his main course story. And I'd like to hear this hair thing because only because you this don't actually know does relate to something. Apparently, we've already said I will permit an entree story. I will permit an entree story. Well, and you also have awful social skills currently. So as a three-year-old, mm. I can't imagine that. Were much better. Yeah, so, no, yeah. that's a great point. That's a great what point. What happened, Craig? Joshua's mother goes off to get a haircut. Hmm. <laughs> and I say to Josh, the most important thing you do when she comes home is you compliment her on the haircut. Regardless of what you think, always compliment her on a haircut. It's good advice. And this boring is a, story, yeah, but boring that's the story, end of it. That's yeah. the end of it. But I have yeah, a feeling no. that that's not the end of it. Well, this is a three-year-old Joshua. <laughs> okay, good. Okay. Joshua, in very Joshua-like manner, <laughs> goes a tad over the top. Jesus. He rushes towards his mother and he says, Oh, mummy, your hair looks beautiful. I think other kids will think it's ugly, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
no. So, did I really? Th- this he is now oh, passing no. on to children that he is influencing. No, I, I've yeah, never said yeah, that to the boys. Yeah. They just know to say it looks amazing. <laughs> Also, by the way, that's the exact same advice you've given them. So who's to say that they also don't take that advice and run with it the way they're, you did? They're obviously smarter yeah. than me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I feel like we're warmed up. Okay. All that right. was the entree. I, I like. We're ready for the main course. What's going on? Tell me Barricades about Barricades and brick walls. Barricades what, and what brick walls. What does it even mean? Oh, okay. Well, we've we've moved we've moved interstate for a job that I took on Ned mm-hmm. and a young 12-year-old Joshua who was already into the old audio lights, everything flashing. Yep. Mm. Uh, we take him out to Casey Chambers, mm, barricades huge. and brick walls. Okay. I'm so starting to immediately okay. remember what this okay, is okay. and I'm not happy about this story being told in any way, shape or form and I would like to immediately retract my good you. for the pod. And no, I can tell you, you, Ned, over Joshua's teenage years, I got massive mileage on this story. <laughs> What age again is this? 12? Every new friend he brought home got this story, Ned, so it's time you got it. I'm so excited. Anyway, Joshua decides to run off down the front to be as close to Casey as he could. And now he t- he says it otherwise. He says it's because of the lights of the music and all the rest of it. No, no, no. It was. I was she yes, had yes. robotic lights now, and Josh, I was very excited about the lights. That would hold true. <laughs> <laughs> if only... If only <laughs> I, your mother hadn't have sent me down the front and said, you better go and get Josh. Like he's been down there for an hour. God knows what he's up to. You better go down there. I'll go down there. Yeah. He's crying like a baby. <laughs> he goes, Dad, this is amazing. <laughs> I was very moved by her performance. I, I mean, thought she was fantastic. I thought she was fantastic. Yeah. And I don't think there's any... I think there's a certain thing when you see live music performed for the first time yeah. that you've heard, that you've identified with, and you've gone, oh, I've heard that song before. Mm-hmm. And you hear the live version of it that's overwhelming. I'll and, say it's and, overwhelming. And, and, Ned, the good news is he's reeled that out for every mate I've told this story. Because, <laughs> <laughs> Dad, that was beautiful. And also, am I not pretty enough? <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's done. For the good of the pod, for the good of the pod, done. Time out, time out. (laughs) Okay, so, yeah, not happy about the dad's story. That's fine, we'll move on. It was for the good of the pod. I now have a credit in the bank for the good of the pod. Uh, Yeah, I don't, in hindsight, hearing it back, I don't like how much he went in on you because I'm I'm losing any right to go come on mate like have some decency this won't be for the good of the pod you just want to see me hurt or upset yeah, or there was a, it was a tall first one yeah. it was a tall first one but I, that's it I do appreciate the work of Miss Chambers I think she's a very very gifted and talented artist just shouldn't probably bring you to tears yeah, yeah. no well depends <laughs> you're standing what? by it that's true it does <laughs> depend <laughs> Tomorrow on the show, yes. I am here to tell you that I went on... We've been teasing this for like a week. Oh, of course. I went yeah. on holidays with one of the world's biggest celebrities. World now, no, Yeah, world known as a nickname. Truly, truly, you'll be thinking he's overstating this. There's no way it's true. On tomorrow's show, I will reveal the international A-grade celebrity that accidentally piggybacked onto carrying my holiday over mm. a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> Followed us everywhere. Can we say... We were trendsetters. I'm, I'm trying to ignore as much <laughs> of what you're saying, which is bad for a podcast, but good for my mental health, I think, at the moment. But can we say that, that this particular person was in one of the biggest bands of all time? Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. There you go, folks. 
biggest band, one of the biggest supergroups of all time. Tell you who it is on tomorrow's show. Thank you for listening to the Ned and Josh podcast. Make sure you subscribe and come back next time. 